we prove that Google is building their own planet to ensure they have their own ecosystem and their own world government? No. But if they do, you'll hear about it here. Stand by alert. Death Star approaching. Estimated time to firing range, 15 minutes. This is Edge of the Web, powered by Site Strategics, your web design and web marketing specialists. See what we do at sitestrategics.com. Here's Aaron Sparks. Doug, Doug. Yes. Let, let me ask you a question. Yes, Have sir. Have you ever wanted to know the secret tricks of doing something the right way? The secret tricks? Yes. The inside uh, scoop. The inside scoop. The skinny. Yeah. I don't believe in tricks. You don't believe in tricks? This is hard work, man. Yeah, dude. tricks are for kids. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Silly nice. rabbit. Out of the gate. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, if you're focused on online marketing, uh, you're, you're going to always be looking for the best guide, quick answers, and when it comes to Twitter, how do you even figure out what, when, and how to tweet good content? Well, we've got the answer today. Yes. Sci a scientific guide to writing great tweets. On top of that, we have a great segment about inbound link building for your website through social media. Sounds scientific. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Today on the Edge. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon. I'm Aaron Sparks from Site Strategics. Joining me in studio is Tom Broadbeck and Linnell Nixon Knight from Site Strategics as well. Hello. 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 You know, Doug, I saw an article about. <laughs> The best dad tweet or best dad jokes of all time, and I think that one you just said was probably a, a typical dad type of joke. Ooh. So it's uh, great. You That's got what dad you're saying. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, I do too. Thank you. Ah, I was just saying. I, I read that article and I told my wife, I was like, I'm not a dad, but I've firstly told probably 75 percent of these jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're preparing. I, I pride myself on really, really bad jokes. In fact, I'm actually teaching my children how to deliver the worst joke possible and just wait for the punchlines. And it's just, it's fantastic. I'm not going to tell that on the air. <laughs> That's Doug Carr from Marketing Tech Blog. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey, every week we bring you the latest internet and mobile marketing trends and the cutting-edge internet marketing news to use for a more effective and successful online strategy. Why do we do that? Linnell, why do we do that? Because it's the thing to do. It's the thing to do. <laughs> the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> All our cool kicks. Uh, yes. And on top of that, it's also important to know what to do. And and really what, why we're doing it is to, to, to give information to, to help improve online strategies for companies. You, you, what you don't know actually will hurt you. Yes. And it's the thing to do. And it there's a lot of disinformation out there. Oh, yeah. And we are shining the light on that disinformation. Yes. And sharing dad jokes. And sharing dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this show is delivered by Site Strategics. We're a local Indianapolis uh, internet marketing company. We're also known locally and nationally for search engine optimization. And that's Google dominance that actually translates into sales. Not just good rankings. So if you're if you're dealing with companies, I tell you what, if you're dealing with a, a, a marketing company or an SEO company that is only giving you, listen to me carefully, ranking reports on keywords, Ugh. and that's their success report. Hey, by the way, you moved up three spots. You need to look a little bit deeper. They need to be able to provide you how that really translates into revenue for your website, how that translates into conversions, what the social media work that they've been doing brings in leads. If you're, if you're not paying attention to those metrics, then really you're, you're, 
you're getting some smoke blown at you. Yep. You really are. And uh, we we constantly offer you a, a, a free consultation here at Site Strategic, here on the edge of the web. Uh, give us a call at 877-SEO for web. That's also, let me just translate that because, you know, it's great for a license plate, but I don't like to actually push the buttons and try to decrypt what somebody's saying on a, well, never mind. Uh, 877-736-4932. You can also contact us locally at 317-882-8500. That's 317-882-8500. This show is presented by Site Strategics. You can find our our website at sitestrategics.com. That's S-I-T strategics.com. The show is actually shown on a whole different website, and we do that so... Yeah, if you want to do business with us, you know where to find us, but we really want to have an entire kind of anthology of good information about social media, about search engine optimization, about online digital marketing. That's what the show is all about. That's at edgeofthewebradio.com. Uh, you can find us, you know what, just just Google Indiana SEO. You're going to find us at the top of the list, at the top of the list. <laughs> You can also uh, find our all of our videos. Hey, wave at the camera, everybody. There we go. We actually are. <laughs> it's over there. It's behind oh, okay. you. <laughs> um, we're actually uh, breaking up our, our audio segments, all of our podcasts, and putting uh, uh, putting YouTube videos out on a regular basis. So we wh- we do that because we love to put some screenshots in there, some really good information that we just really can't get over over the wire on radio. So always go check that out. You can go to Edge of the Web Radio. We have all the videos there, but you can also check it out on YouTube. That's youtube.com forward slash site strategics. All right, let's find out what's hot off the press in today's web world. What are you doing? What are you doing? News Radio. The latest internet marketing news. The latest internet marketing news. I got some news about Foursquare. Everybody loves Foursquare, right? I love Foursquare. I do, yeah. I use it all the time. Especially I just, when I get a discount. Yeah. <laughs> I like the tips. <laughs> tips are always good, yeah. yeah. I'm hungry. Where am I going to go? There we go. Oh, well, I look for Doug's. He's got some great tips out there. You Thanks. Get, even not, uh, you just, just. Other stuff around just places, things to do. It's not, yeah, just, it's every, not just not just places to eat, but that's I mean, true. stores and. Thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. I like, I like your tips. Someone's reading my tips. Oh, at least somebody is. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> From the L.A. Times, which is an interesting little bit of tidbit here, uh, Foursquare is to split up their app into two: yeah. one for discovery and one for check-ins. Now I'm going to toss that up and, and let you chew on it. Literally, they they announced Thursday that they will be splitting up their geo-based social networking and local services into two apps: Foursquare for discovering places, and then Swarm for checking in and seeing where your friends what your friends are up to. Swarm is for people who want to want the fastest and easiest way to connect with their friends. Foursquare is for explorers who want to know about the best spots and to share what they've found with others. This is Foursquare uh, saying in a blog post. What do you think about that? Why would you why would you deliberately break up that app unless Well, I I think there's been a overwhelming feedback like uh, I don't get Foursquare. I don't like checking yeah. in. Right. And so so that's what people are always talking about. Like, you know, Thomas was just talking, and I, and I do too. I use it for discovery right mm-hmm. now. I use it for tips. I use it mm-hmm. for everything. And But rarely do people realize that those things are available. So, right. so I think what they're trying to do is just say, okay, path of least resistance. Everybody hates our check-in stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll put it in its own app, and the other one will 
you know, be on its own. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I like that. Uh, no, I don't either. I, yeah. I'm thinking they may actually get into the place. They may want to sell a piece of what they're doing away and just focus on one particular they're, thing. They collect. I, I, if you're active on yep. Foursquare, they're always asking really good questions. Like, mm-hmm. do they take a credit card? Do they do yeah. this? Do they do that? Right. And so they're collecting, you know, gigabytes of data, terabytes of data on businesses across the country. So mm-hmm. Absolutely. so they're building one heck of a knowledge base. They just have to put it to use, and maybe this is what it's for. I think so. Yeah, quote, quote uh, down further in the article, um, says, we believe local search should be personalized to your taste and informed uh, by the people you trust. And so I think a lot of this is going to be geared towards that local search environment that, mm-hmm. uh, that we talk about a lot on the show. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, another uh, piece of business from Facebook Business uh, fr- uh, in their blog of product news. Coming soon is video metrics with the goal of helping you better understand how people respond to your videos on Facebook. They're actually announcing the new video metrics inside page insights and ad reporting that they're going to be coming soon. So Great. you're going to have some good information. <laughs> so we can all put videos on Facebook and three months later they'll charge us to show them to people. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> Well, who would begrudge them of, of making a dime or two? Yeah, okay. <laughs> every, I, I'm just a mantra, everything on Facebook is going is yeah. to be monetized at some point in time. Yeah. Um, from uh, Search Engine Watch, from Jennifer Slegg, being ads now, uh, now let you review 50,000 keywords. Bing ads have announced a change <laughs> to their keyword tab to allow. <laughs> oh, he's already laughing. He's gearing up to allow advertisers to review up to fifty thousand keywords with their user interface. Previously, advertisers had uh, if ad- advertisers had more than five thousand words, an alert would appear asking advertisers to narrow down the keyword scope by selecting hmm. specific ad groups. Larger advertisers with mass amounts of keyword data. You're assuming that there are a lar- larger advertisers in Bing. That's that's all. That's an one, one of the right four. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. They found that Bing ads, uh, the user interface interface is problematic, and uh, with the previous limits, uh, there was an often a request that that feature was changed by advertisers. So. All right, for everybody who uh, is, is looking for 50,000 words inside of Bing. <laughs> this is my thought. I was like, 50,000 <laughs> keywords? Jeez. You know, I wonder how how broad those things go and it's like how relevant will they be once you get past 1,000, you know, even if that, you know. Well, uh, they they really want you to yeah. bid on those fifty thousand. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, they they happily take your money. Now, Here. if they could get enough views to cover them, no, don't 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 think about that. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's that's not I'm the important. I'm a fan don't of Bing. <laughs> I just never use it. Not many people do, but you know, hey. Uh, from The Verge, uh, from an article by Casey Newton, Evernote builds corporate muscle with LinkedIn deal to scan business cards. Evernote just announced an expanding partnership with LinkedIn. They did. Designed to make it a better place to organize your address book, improving the ability of its iOS app to scan business cards and manage contacts. I think that's awesome. Okay, I, I got to say, I did a couple things last month. Yep. One, I actually purchased LinkedIn Premium. Yes. And I really like it's it. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, I really do. I never really saw the fit, but now everything's syncing beautifully, mm-hmm. and this with Evernote. And I have another app. Ooh, I was looking for the name of it, but that scans my signatures, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it updates contact information based off of email signatures. Yep. Oh. So I, 
I'll tell you, there's not a, now I, I look down at my phone and if it says 317, I don't answer it because if they're not in my contacts now, <laughs> Doug, it means they're, you don't answer your phone anyway. Well, what are not, you talking about? Not to bill collectors, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Hey, we want to extend that. Sponsored out. by Marketing Dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Doug. <laughs> hey, uh, we want to extend an invite out for, for you to join up our newsletter, Edge Talk newsletter. It's a free newsletter and covers everything that we're about to cover on the show and much more. Uh, and on top of that, get a little bit of insider information. So uh, free of charge. We're not using any of that information otherwise, except for just sending you some good information. All right, coming up. According to Twitter, there are 255 million active Twitter users generating more than 500 million tweets a day. There's a lot of links in those tweets, and those actually pass SEO value. We're going to talk about the scientific guide to writing great tweets and getting that sweet, sweet link juice. Sweet right. tweets. <laughs> sweet tweets coming up right after this. You're listening to Edge of the Web Radio with Aaron Sparks. We're online with exclusive podcasts, the latest web news, and links at edgeofthewebradio.com. Do you really want to try and talk to a Google pay-per-click rep yourself? It's not in your best interest to disconnect me. Someone could get hurt. Do you really want to spend hours per day trying to understand Google's monthly search engine rule changes? Hey, that's why you listen to this show, Edge of the Web Radio, powered by Site Strategics, web marketing that makes sense. Online at sitestrategics.com. Here's Aaron Sparks. But first, let me take a selfie. All right, hey, according to Twitter, there are 255 million active Twitter users generating more than 500 million tweets a day. L link clicks are by far the biggest way users interact with content, according for 92% of all interaction on Twitter. Go you know, Google's paying attention to the social linkage that's out there, and it's a value that's becoming more and more relevant as that inbound website credit score is getting more and more elusive. In this segment, we've got the scientific guide to writing great tweets and getting that sweet link juice. Coming up uh, here in a minute. Hey, thank you for listening. I'm Aaron Sparks from Site Strategics. You can check us out at sitestrategics.com. We are our local Indianapolis internet marketing management company. We do cost-effective web design as well. And by the way, and uh, with a focus of Google, Yahoo, and Bing search engine marketing that not only provides you great rankings, but also translates into sales. Yes, that's what you're trying to get, right? Well, come on in, have a cup of coffee, and let's talk about your online success. We've got some really neat tools to be able to look at your website, compare it to other competitors that are out there, possibly outranking you, and we can give you a, a really good series of, of, of points of strategy to increase and, and improve your value of your website. And we're, we're offering that up for free, so just give us a shout. You can always... Uh, give us a call at 317-882-8500. You can also call us toll-free because we certainly do a lot of out-of-state business, and we, we welcome it. You can uh, reach us at 877-SEO for web, or that's 877-736-4932. By the way, we also build apps. Did you know we build apps, Doug? I do know that you build fantastic build apps. apps. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Back sorry. that app up. <laughs> wow. yeah. Nice. Awesome. That was aptastic. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, we do Absolutely. 
All right, Linnell, anything? <laughs> oh, sorry. I mean, I've bowed to the man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, this, this app space is the new, what used to be uh, the, fr- the frontier of business websites. Ten years ago, it's now the frontier. You have to get your, your business presence inside of that cell phone, inside of that smart device, because studies have shown that 80% of consumers that are interacting on their cell phones, right, on their smart devices, are inside the apps. They're not browsing and looking at responsive websites. I mean, only 20% of, of use is actually going online for things. That app space is very, very important. You need to have your brand in there. We can do restaurants, realtors, lawyers, bands, sports uh, sports uh, teams, churches, and professional services, much, much more. we got some really tool, cool gadgets and, and map features and, and reward programs and stuff like that. So give us a call. We can always make a nice economical app for you. All right, we've got an article from Buffer uh, by uh, Courtney Cipher. Uh, it's a great, great article. We have a link on edgeofthewebradio.com. Uh, go check that out. It's uh, what you know. It's about a, a guide for creating good tweets, and we're going to go through a number of points of of have uh, how to craft a really good tweet. You know what? Do, what do people want from brands on Twitter? According to Twitter, there are 255 million active. Twitter users, and links are by far the biggest way to interact with content, and that makes up 92% of all the user interaction. Twitter users follow a median of about six brands on Twitter, looking for things like interesting and fun content, news and updates, discounts and promos, and much more. In fact, uh, 94% of, of people that, uh, that, that are following brands are looking at discounts and promos through Twitter feeds of the brands that they follow. That's huge. Now, the, the, the fact of the matter is, you... you you want to know the customers. We want to know the customers are on Twitter and ready to click some links. So they want to hear from, from you there and take actions that can benefit your business. Twitter research shows that 60% of respondents say that they made a purchase from a small or medium-sized business on something that they saw on Twitter. Hmm. 60%. 86% say they plan to purchase in the future, and 43% of respondents, 43% of respondents plan to make multiple purchases from small and medium-sized businesses that they follow on Twitter. I can't stress that enough. There's so many times that small, medium-sized businesses ask us, why, why should we even be in Twitter? Mm-hmm. That's the data right there. They're going to follow you. They're not going to fall into your form bucket or, or, or even sign up for your newsletter unless you're giving a promotion through that. But they will follow you on Twitter, especially if they see you giving discounts or, or some sort of value yeah. from that social feed. It's all about value. Yeah, you they, better believe it. Yeah, they may not be ready to buy right then when they follow you, right. but as you keep updating with those discounts and promotions and your links, then they'll, then they'll be reminded and they'll be ready to buy eventually in the future. That's right. Writing great tweets. Let's, let's talk about that for a second, okay? Because I know it's it's the kind of the bane of, of businessmen. Uh, it, you don't... <laughs> It, it, it sounds kind of trivial. It's 140 characters. Why in the Did world? Did you say trivial? Oh, oh. <laughs> Conversations that you have with your customers every day can also happen on Twitter. 
point being. And you can approach this Twitter, these Twitter conversations the same way, like you're talking to a good friend. Okay, Here are some tips straight from Twitter. Know the, business, the difference between voice and tone. Yes. Voice doesn't change, but the business's tone should vary based on a situation. If a follower did not have a positive experience, a business's tone may be more sympathetic and understanding. Right? You need to talk with people, not at people. Reply to at mentions and address both positive and negative feedback in the social. Just don't don't pay attention to the positive only. All right? First and foremost, you need to pay attention to what's yeah. out there. Uh, it's a real-time network, so businesses shouldn't keep followers waiting too long. In fact, we have we have studied it's it's, it's, it's proven actually like eight years ago Comcast got into 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 social media, but specifically tweeting because that was their customer service, and they were actually customer answering customer service responses inside of social media beyond what was going on on their call center, and they were actually servicing those those things in, inside of the social media spheres. It's fantastic. Keep tweets, wow, keep tweets, conver uh, conversational. You get him going. Yeah, yeah there you are. <laughs> Be professional without overly formal. Avoid business jargon whenever possible. Think about how your content will be consumed by your followers. Would they want to retweet or pass it on to other people? You know, incorporate humor, inspiration, and newsworthy content to draw followers in. I'd actually add in there is that your mission and your values come through your voice and tone inside of social media. And you should be exemplifying that because what you do on a, on a blog, right, that's where you can craft a larger message. But you can really know a heck of a lot about a company just by how they use that 140 words. Yep. Characters. Ah, characters. Yep, there you go. Um, you know, some for viral words and phrases. You know, you should be paying attention to the the amplification opportunity there for brand messages and retweets. Um, in fact, seventy eight percent of user engagement with a brand's tweet is in form of retweets, according to Salesforce research, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, some data we have here: imperative words that tell you to do something, like see, make, or look inside of that tweet are going to take off a heck of a lot more than, than something just referring to a blog post. Visual words like videos and photos point to the importance of multimedia content. A lot of, a lot of super, superlatives like the most and the best and blow your mind. Those things are very useful for that engagement factor. Audience re referencing phrases like make you, when you, and you see. These are things that, that if, if you're talking to me, I'm more likely to feel strongly about that content. All right? So the how-to phrases that explain a process or teach a skill are also very important in that, in that Twitter feed there. Um, we, we have a list of, and we'll, we'll put this on the site as well, uh, some of the top most popular three-word phrases is this is the or will will make you or when you see or till it's uh, uh, when it what what happens when these things are are word choices that will in it will insist upon itself and you're you're going to have more viral connections there you're kind of leaving a curiosity aspect mm -hmm. yeah. there with those that people so they they read it but they don't get the whole picture that's so right you're you're drawing them into to, to to click through. That's a right. A good teaser. Yeah. Just like just a like writing a really good. Oh, oh, somebody, I'm going to I'm going to turn <laughs> off your mic. <laughs> Mute button. <laughs> I think we need to copyright that. <laughs> Some of the most we retweetable words say that 
three times fast, uh, in phrases, you, Twitter, please, retweet, uh, post, blog, those things are very retweetable, and studies have shown that. The least retweetable words are game, going, haha, LOL. Seriously? Seriously. <laughs> Why? <Yeah. laughs> really? Really? Common sense? How about Copter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about Rattlecan Green? I just heard that recently. Hey, um, similar patterns appear here, and lots of audience referencing uh, information, and like you and Twitter, and uh, other mentions like how-to, and a lot of imperative words do really good inside of social media. Um, there's a lot of great data. Salesforce found that tweets that specifically ask followers to retweet receive 12 times higher rates than those that do not. Ask for the retweet. Seriously. Um, I, I tell you what, we're going to continue this here in a second because we have some really good additional points of how to craft a really good social message inside of Twitter. Uh, I just want to continue that thought because there's some great data here. Coming up, we're going to be talking to Douglas Carr from Marketing Tech Blog, the man, the myth, and the, the mystery. Coming up real quick. The punster. <laughs> You're listening to Edge of the Web Radio with Aaron Sparks. We're online with exclusive podcasts, the latest web news, and links at edgeofthewebradio.com. Even the top online marketing and search engine optimization firms have been caught cheating this past year as Google keeps changing the game. Well, there's a local web marketing company that has stayed ahead of the Google Worldwide machine, Site Strategics. Online at sitestrategics.com. And this is Edge of the Web Radio. Here's your host, Aaron Sparks. All right, hey, welcome to The Edge. Uh, if you haven't heard this show before, we talk about internet marketing trends of 2014. You'll hear nowhere else. Um, we're actually continuing our discussion here about how to craft a really good social message inside of tweet because uh, inside of Twitter. <laughs> 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 because it's important. <laughs> uh, it truly is. And, and there's, a, there's a number of ways that you should pay attention to uh, what you're broadcasting and how you're broadcasting it because you, you should not just do it to do it. You need no. to do it for engagement and lifting the value of, of your communication to your users. This is Edge of the Web Radio pre uh, presented by Site Strategics, uh, a local internet marketing management firm. Uh, we always ask you to come on in. We give a free hour consultation uh, and a nice cup of coffee too and talk about your 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 online situation if you have a website that needs some social media needs some search engine rankings because that is the new yellow pages everybody um that nobody's looking in the printed book anymore they're going online and you know you're doing it you're doing it as you're as you're as if in, if you're well if, don't do it while you're in the car driving but the point is <laughs> It's on the it's on the smartphone it's on your desktop you're going online to find out about who to do business with, where can I find this, and that's where you need your business to be. And if you're not there, or if your competitor is there in front of you, we've got that special sauce. We can actually create better value for you and 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 groom your site to come right to the top of the list. This is Site Strategics. Uh, the show is presented by Site Strategics, and we're going to continue uh, this conversation here. You can always find us at sitstrategics.com. Dot com, and you can also call us at 317-882-8500. All right, continuing our thought about how to craft a good tweet. Uh, as, uh, as much what's, as I, what's twending? Uh, <laughs> nice. <yeah. laughs> 
Action words, more <laughs> verbs, fewer nouns. You need. You need. <laughs> you guys are going to be the death of me. <laughs> After analyzing two hundred thousand link links containing tweets, I found that tweets actually contain more adverbs and, and verbs than that, that actually get a higher click through rate. These are some stats actually coming from uh, a report that we just looked at uh, from uh, where Buffer. Was Buffer, that's right. Yeah. Uh, formatting, optimizing for your goal. You should have different tweets that, that can be used to achieve various marketing outcomes. For example, if you want to drive more direct responses, start by simplifying your tweet. Start with a compelling offer and then communicate a sense of urgency. Next, include a strong call to action with a link to your website. Finally, avoid using hashtags or at mentions, at mentions if you're trying to elicit a response, a strong response. The anatomy of a great, you know, a great direct response tweet, you'll notice that everything is focused on one goal. Click the link. Yep. Um, if you're sharing, <laughs> if you're sharing any blog posts, uh, Conductor actually pulled people on headline format and found that people prefer sentence case, basically the first letter of every word in the headline in the in the headline capitalized more than lowercase or all caps. Do not do all caps in Twitter. I'm just saying yeah. you're going to be screaming at your audience. Yeah. You know hashtags. Tr choose the right hashtag. Consider creating a hashtag that is short, recognizable by followers, and allows them to, allows them to easily follow along. If you're using an existing hashtag, ensure you're adding value to the conversation. Make sure you're adding value. Just don't find what's trending or twending. There you go. There, yeah. That was for you. And then and then try to hit your cart to that right. and then try to spam and advertise inside of that. I, I like the people that, that are always hijacking events. Mm-hmm. So you're you're doing like a live tweet, yeah. you know, of an yeah. event or yeah. whatever, and someone just jumps in. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, it's you gross. got no place being here. And on top of that, if uh, if you're going to contribute, contribute towards, towards what's the event. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Did you say contribute? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Will you hit him? No. <laughs> no <he doesn't. laughs> Tweets with hashtags actually receive two times more engagement than those without. Tweets with one or two hashtags have a 21%. 21, see, I'm doing it myself. <laughs> 21% <laughs> higher engagement than those with three or more. So yeah. don't stuff it. Right. Don't put so many hashtags that the message is completely lost. Well, the other one, too, is if you use up too much space, there's yep. not enough room for people to oh, add message. their own comments. Or mm. oh. The length of the actual tweet, around 100 characters, is the sweet there spot. There you go. While they're not, that may not be a foolproof, perfect length for each tweet, research by Track Social on 100 well-known brands popular on Twitter found that the sweet spot of tweet length was a, was around 100 characters. Their anal analysis saw a spike in retweets among those with 71 to 100%. I've done that before. If I actually click on that retweet and I don't have enough space to actually yeah. put, that's a frustration. Yeah, it I'll is. cancel it. Yeah. Because th there's stuff in their message so much in there, yep. you know? Um, you know, there's, there's actually there's some really good data in that space. The, the research actually makes sense when you consider how, do you, how we use Twitter. And if, if, if a tweet with, uh, has a very long length uh, is from the original poster, we don't have anything that we can comment on. Um, photos and videos can make content twice as engaging. <laughs> with Twitter, you have more than characters as content. Equip your marketing arsenal with rich media like photos and Vine and YouTube videos to drive those retweets. It can double the engagement. 
Well, uh, late last year, Buffer actually took a sample of 100 tweets from their own account and compared their engagement averages of tweets with and without images. And they actually found 18% more click-throughs on the videos, 89% more favorited uh, uh, wow. uh, social media blasts out there, and 150% more tweets. I mean, huh. Twitter Twitter went visual with yeah. with their images yeah. inside of the actual Twitter Twitter platform. So utilize that to your advantage. Yeah, and Instagram does not show up there anymore. So that's right. Twitter wiped that out. That's right. Try a Twitter promotion for special content. Beyond your average tweet, Twitter also offers a number of special promotion opportunities, like a Twix exclusive. Oh. Now they're doing it. Yeah, that was them. That wasn't (laughs) an exclusive offer for on Twitter that your followers can't find anywhere else. And this is important because you know your followers on Twitter are different than your followers on Facebook. Yep. You, if you didn't know that, you really need to deep dive into user demographics and understand that there are specific uses for Facebook and specific uses for Twitter. If you have a brick-and-mortar location, tweet a discount code to customers to redeem at the register. On online stores, direct message followers with a discount code that you can track at the checkout. That's fantastic. And if you're online, use use analytics tracking. So if you're Absolutely. using like Hootsuite or whatever, you can just yep. throw the campaigns right on it. Yep. Exactly. Timing it right is essential as well. Try weekends for business to consumers and weekdays for business to business. That's pretty important as well. Every business and audience is different, so it's best to test multiple days of the week to see what works for you. If your brand speaks directly to consumers, Saturdays and Sundays may have a higher engagement rate as, as that is when most people are not at work and therefore have more free time. A study from Salesforce again discovered that Twitter engagement for brands is 17% higher on Saturday and Sunday compared to weekends, or wow. weekdays, I'm sorry, but that only 19% of all brand tweets are published on weekends. So here's the thing is that they're, they're doing it because they know they have to, but they're misaligned with yeah. their demographic. They're, they're not in the pocket where people are listening. So you shouldn't give up on we- weekends to take advantage of this. There are a lot of solutions like Buffer and others available that will schedule your tweets in advance. Uh, Hootsuite's fantastic. Uh, uh, spread Buffer is cool. Yeah. Buffer is really cool. Uh, but you, you should be paying attention to that as well as the, the best time of day is to tweet. Daytime and afternoon, there's a 30% greater engagement rate when tweets are actually published during the day between 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. This makes sense if you consider the majority of news, store hours, and activities happen during that day. Absolutely. Uh, Specifically, the afternoon and early evening hours tend to be a good time to see more engagement and clicks. Stats from Kissmetrics, which is a really good analysis tool, says retweets have been shown to be highest around 5 p.m. drive time. So they shouldn't be on social, but they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're just wasting the end of the day. Yeah. They are. They really are. Yeah. They're there. And that noon and 6 p.m. are the best times to post for a higher click-through rate. Hmm. That's pretty cool, actually. Uh, mobile users have their own platforms as well. There's a lot of Twitter users who are primarily using a mobile device. These folks are likely to be on Twitter during, during their commute commute as well as as during school work hours um i i, I wholeheartedly agree to you know during during that drive time we're looking at two times more likely uh, to use twitter whenever they wake up here that's primarily mobile users uh, u- utilizing twitter throughout the day whenever they wake up 181 percent more likely when they're commuting 181 percent 
that's not safe at all. <laughs> well, I, I don't know that it's that. It's that it's so it's such a short sentence, right? right that you right. just so you're at a stoplight or you pull over or whatever, and you can just yep. tweet something real quick. We do not advocate tweeting while you're driving. Just saying. No. Uh, 119% likely to Don't use. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not looking at you anymore. They're three times three times more likely to use when shopping. There you go. And two times likely more likely to use when they're going to sleep, which is creepy. Um, these users might actually be the ones you're looking for for your business. They're 44% more likely to click on the links and 66% more percent more likely to retweet than the average user. So, hmm. so on top of that, you know. The frequency of tweets, more posts equal more engagement. So you know, you'll come across businesses that will tweet two per day and others that post 20 per, per day. What's most important is to develop a regular cadence of tweeting. Yes. Okay? Your followers should know that they're going to get that regular update from you. And it's okay to tweet as often as you can as, as, as long as the content supports it. Do not reiterate and keep on repeating yourself you're going to turn off those users all right we got a lot more uh, uh, specs on and on the the perfect tweet but i think this is a really good amount of information to digest and use for your own strategy all right coming up next we're going to be talking to the man the myth Uh-oh. and I, I tell you what he's the mystery that's going to be doug carr from the legend <laughs> the legend somebody shoot me <laughs> You're listening to Edge of the Web Radio with Aaron Sparks. We're online with exclusive podcasts, the latest web news, and links at edgeofthewebradio.com. We stay at the edge of the web. There's way too much information to decode the matrix. You get used to it. I, I don't even see the code. All I see is blonde, brunette, redhead. Rely on your web marketing team of site strategics for proven search engine marketing strategies, social strategies, and app development. Online at sitestrategics.com. Here's your host of Edge of the Web Radio, Aaron Sparks. You've noticed a uh, absence of the word senior in that intro, too, haven't you? Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Hey, you're listening to Edge of the Web Radio. We're talking about internet marketing and internet content trends of 2014 that you'll hear nowhere else. We're presented by Site Strategics. We're a local face-to-face internet marketing firm. Simply just give us a call at 317-882-8500, and we can solve all of your online marketing woes. And I just want to personally apologize for all the bad Twitter <laughs> jokes uh, that we've been uh, going through this entire show today. Uh, if you want to catch those, you can always listen to our podcast coming up real real quick at 4 p.m. <laughs> just follow that, and you can repeat it until your heart's consent. All right. Hey, we're going to be talking to, right now, Douglas Carr, the wizard behind the curtain. Just don't pull the curtain back too far. Yeah. It's Douglas Carr from Marketing Tech Blog. Technologic. Marketing Tech Blog. Technologic. I would say that I'm a bit of a twerk, but that that has brings a whole new connotation. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what twerk means. <laughs> I can't get that out of my head now, Doug. Thank you. Um, well, you know, I wanted to bring this back just a uh, second because a lot of the behaviors that you were talking about, mm-hmm. it's important for people to understand First, if you're a business person and you really don't have any experience with Twitter, just the name itself is this connotation that you think it's a yeah. silly type of mm-hmm. thing. Absolutely. But if but if we if we changed it and we said there's a community bulletin board that's open to everybody, that's searchable and indexable, and you could 
you know, you can post things there and receive information there. And more importantly, you can actually talk to your your consumers. You can have a conversation back and forth. Right there. Real time. People would think differently. They would have a different picture in their head. So it's important for people to understand that this is a viable communication method. And and it's very different from Facebook. Facebook filters, 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 Mm -hmm. and only the most popular content gets seen. Where Twitter is this constant just stream of information. It's always moving. And so on Facebook, for example, you might not want to repeat you know, posting about information, you know, more than once. Right. But on Twitter, if you have an event coming up, you, you might want to. Every yeah. single day, you yeah. might want to have a countdown that says, hey, 10 more days till, five mm-hmm. more days till, you know, and, and, and schedule those out. No, absolutely. So, <clears throat> so um, we, we have a couple of really good posts on Twitter. One of them was a fun one. If you just look up um, Twitter unfollow infographic on the marketing tech blog, we did this infographic just for fun Mm -hmm. and it's hilarious because it's got like dead birds and you know everything else on it it's pretty funny um (laughs) birds with you know tire tracks on them and stuff um i can i I can i can see the the need for that after (laughs) this show (laughs) and uh and and we wanted to e-consultancy had done a um article a long time ago with a huge analysis on why people unfollow on twitter Mm -hmm. um so the number one reason Anybody? Self-promotion. So, nope. yeah, absolutely. Nope. Nope. Too noisy. Um, so, so in this case, I th- 52% of people said that they uh, unfollowed people because they were too noisy. Now, hmm. now, that said, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't be on there, like you said, setting right. expectations and being on there all day. Right. But there's some people that are literally like every two, two minutes, minutes they're <laughs> publishing something. You know, I bet it's not that it's too too noisy. Well, I mean, there's that. Yeah. But I bet on top of it. What's it's not tw- valuable. It's right? not valuable. There, yeah. there, there's yeah. no useful content. Is mm-hmm. so many times. How many times do I need to know that you're eating a bran muffin? Exactly. I don't need to know that. I, I always wish that Twitter. Lord, I want you to know. <laughs> I always wish that Twitter had put in a mute button, yeah. like just yeah, just so uh, you know, like people. I would want people to do it to me if I go to an event and I'm live tweeting mm-hmm. every five minutes and they don't want to hear that, just yeah. mute me, and a day later, turn mm-hmm. it off or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. I, I still think that that would be a phenomenal thing. Um, the number I think that's a phenomenal thing just for this radio show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the second one, <clears throat> you guys guessed it, and that was shameless, narcissistic uh, hawkers <laughs> that are constantly promoting themselves. Yeah. So people just don't want that. They want value. They want help there. They want information. Mm-hmm. Um, 47% uh, posting too much spam. So just trying to sell, sell, sell. Yeah. Um, 43% not interesting enough. So again, like yep. you said, value. good content is, is uh, you know, the, the danger of Twitter isn't just that people won't listen. It's that they'll unfollow. Mm-hmm. So, and once people unfollow, they seldom come back. That's right. Um, 29% of people left because of too much repetition. Now that said, I would say that repetition isn't a bad thing. Like we mm-hmm. will take, if we have a really successful post and we'll repeat it a day later, right. a week later, mm-hmm. you know, and, and bring people back yeah. and you're not hitting the same people over and over again. You're hitting a different audience because like I said, that stream is right. flowing and, and the people that saw it before go, Oh, I remember seeing that. That's, and they go buy it mm-hmm. and it's no big deal. But if it keeps popping up and popping up then you're in trouble. Yep. Um, 29% uh, hate automation. 
So um, I tend to agree with that. Uh, one of the ones down the list here is like uh, check-ins on Foursquare. You know, if, if you're like a check-in monster like mm-hmm. I am, do not auto-post those to Twitter. It drives people absolutely crazy. People don't care where you are. I'm sorry, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> Texas Roadhouse again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 28% of people will unfollow you for being offensive or unprofessional. Yeah, Tom. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, 28%, we talked about earlier, asking someone to retweet if it's of value and it's a good message Mm -hmm. is great. But begging people to tweet when you don't even know them, you don't even have a relationship, that's that causes people um 27% of people unfollow for being too quiet so i use uh i use a tool and i can't remember i think it's unfollow me mm-hmm. or something okay. like yeah. that and and every once in a while i just purge my list of anybody who hasn't tweeted in 6 months mm-hmm. why why, why yeah, yeah why follow if they're not going to talk um so the uh crimes against grammar uh so i'm sure people <laughs> <laughs> My sh- personal favorite. I'm sure people unfollowed me for that because I hack up the English language. I'm a bit of a butcher. Um, 21% if they're not conversational, if you're not starting a conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, too many retweets, 17% of people unfollow for that. Hmm. So if you're just retweeting and retweeting and retweeting, you know, that's that that gets ridiculous. Because you, can, you don't look authentic at all. You yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, you're just I, piggybacking on somebody else's I'm stuff. surprised this is down the list, but auto-direct messages. Oh, I can't stand um, that. Yeah, so as soon as you follow unfollow, someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll unfollow if I get an automatic <laughs> response back. I absolutely will. Yeah. And then you talked about it, hashtag abusers. Yeah. Using too many hashtags all the time is ridiculous too. So check that out. Twitter, unfollow, infographic on the Marketing Tech blog. Another one to, to check out is we just updated um, our list of hashtag research tools. Um, cool. So there's 14 tools. A new one hit the market, hashaddit.com. Mm-hmm. But uh, these are really cool tools to, to look at you know, your products mm-hmm. and services and brand and everything else and see what's being said. My personal favorite is Cybranding hashtag uh, tool. It's, it's fantastic, and you can really get some good demographics out of that as well. I don't know if that's on the list. Uh-huh. There you go. All right, thanks for listening. This is Edge of the Web Radio. Special thank you to my colleagues from Site Strategics and Doug Carr from Marketing Tech Blog. want to wish you a great weekend, and make sure to check out all the must-see videos and much more at edgeofthewebradio.com. That's edgeofthewebradio.com. We'll talk to you real soon. Do not be a piece of cyber driftwood. Edge of the Web Radio.